look at key point number three. Worldly wisdom is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Godly wisdom is from above. Look at James uh, picking back up in chapter 3, verse 13. Who among you is wise and understanding? By his good conduct, he should show that his works are done and the gentleness that comes from wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't boast and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there's disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without pretense. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who cultivate peace. Let's, let's look at this thing where James sits here and he goes, there's two types of wisdom. There's wisdom from above and wisdom from below. Wisdom is not simply simple, but rather something that is demonstrated by our conduct and our actions. Genuine faith is not something believers can accomplish on their own. Wisdom from right, for, the, for right living, comes from God. Look, I can't have godly wisdom or wisdom from above if I haven't first put my faith in Christ. That's the first step. So if you haven't sat here and you put your faith in Christ yet, then you're never going to be able to have godly wisdom. Because you're not having the Holy Spirit speak to you. You're not understanding scripture. Look, when I first became saved, I thought I was immediately wise. But no, I thought that church on Wednesday and Sunday mornings was good enough. It wasn't. Those things are good, but they won't be good enough if you truly want to grow in your faith. If you truly want to have wisdom from above, you've got to take time every single day to say, God, I'm going to open up your word and I'm going to read your word. God, and I'm going to pray for you because I, I pray that I need wisdom from above. I thought I knew it all when I first became saved. But as I began every single day of reading scripture, I knew absolutely nothing. All my wisdom was coming from below. I had influences from other people. And then I sat there and I said, God, every single day I want to open up your word and I want to read to you. And I'm not saying that I, I don't fail because we all stumble, right? There's days where I do miss. But when I do spend that time with God, it changes me and I begin to hear wisdom from above. The more time we spend with God and the less time we spend with worldly things, the more we will hear God's voice over the world. Look, if all you're doing is you're waking up in the morning and you're turning on the news or turning on social media, then you're getting your worldly, you're getting your wisdom from the world. That's where it's coming from. But if you're sitting here and you're waking up in the morning and you're opening scripture, then your wisdom's going to come from God. And it's going to come from above. Look at what happens when we go from wisdom from below to wisdom from above. When we have wisdom from below, our motives are mixed. But when we go from, to wisdom from above, we begin to have pure motives. When we go from wisdom from below, we have this mentality of, oh, I'm ready to strike back when someone makes me upset. I'm ready to fight back. 
But when we go to wisdom from above and people upset us, we try to find peace. We don't just immediately want to fight. We try to find peace. We go from abrasive to gentle. We we go from demanding things to being accommodating. We go from just unforgiving people to full of mercy. The big one here, we go from full of just bad fruit in our hearts to full of good fruit. We go from manipulative to sincere. That's what happens when we go from wisdom from below to wisdom from above. But it's got to begin somewhere, and that begins in your heart. Once again, if you truly want to know where your heart stands in life, then look at how you speak to people. Look at how you treat other people through your words and through your actions. A couple years ago, I, um, I think it was 2015, here comes my sports. Uh, that's going to be in just about every sermon, I feel like. But 2015, if you uh, watched the Super Bowl that year, uh, you'll remember this play, you'll remember this game, where it was um, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks playing against Tom Brady and the Patriots. And the Seahawks are down four with like a minute left, maybe 30 seconds, something like that. And they're on the one-yard line. It's like first or second down, I can't remember. But they decided, they had Marshawn Lynch, their running back, and they didn't give him the ball. They decided to pass the ball. And at the one-yard line, they decided to pass the ball down four, and Malcolm Butler from the Patriots intercepts the football. And, and Russell Wilson, he did an interview about six months after that with Miles McPherson, who's a pastor in San Diego. And, and Miles brings it up because Miles played football before he became a pastor, and he goes, I'm going to bring this up. We're going to talk about it six months later. And he goes, what was your, what was your attitude during that moment? That's what Miles asked him. Because Miles was like, I thought you were just going to pick up, take your helmet off, throw it on the ground, throw some water down. And, and Russell Wilson answers this question this way. He goes, as soon as the ball was intercepted, I turned around. And I took three steps toward the sideline. And I heard a voice that said, I want to see how you respond. He was like, okay. So he took another three steps. And he said, he heard the voice again. I want them to see how you respond. And it didn't hit him until later on. And he realized that he was listening to God in that moment. And, it, and he realized that he knew that people knew of his faith. He saw that people knew that he was a Christian. And Miles even answered the question. He said, I was waiting for you to throw down your helmet, throw the water bottle, and start cussing. But he said, you just went off to the sideline and sat down. And he said, Russell said, in that moment, I had to have this moment with God that says, people are watching how I respond. People are watching how I'm living out my faith. People are watching where I'm going to get my wisdom from. And I don't know where you get your wisdom from this morning. And I don't know where your heart is this morning. But you know where your heart is. You you are the, the person that knows where your heart is. And so does God. If you're listening to wisdom from below. 
and you're constantly just listening to the news and listening to social media, then you're getting your wisdom from the wrong place. And you're hurting yourself. You're hurting your heart. You're hurting your faith. And you need to take time and have an honest and real conversation with God this morning and say, God, I want wisdom for you. I want wisdom from you, God. I want you to change my heart. So during our closing song this morning, I want you to evaluate that. I want you to evaluate that here in just a couple minutes of, God, I want to change where my wisdom comes from. Maybe that's getting rid of social media. Maybe that's getting, turning off the news and spending time in Scripture when you first wake up. Because you want to start your day with wisdom from God. I've been there. There's been many times where I turn on the TV first thing in the morning and it goes to the sports center or it goes to something else. And I start listening to culture and I start listening to things that are of this world and it just dampens your day. We've got to start changing our hearts. Because when we change our hearts and we start living with wisdom from above, our words begin to change. Our actions begin to change. And people will begin to see Christ through you. They're going to see it. They're going to question. They're going to go, man, I remember you a year ago and what you were doing in your life wasn't very godly. And you were getting your wisdom from the wrong place. But now I see where you're getting your wisdom from. Once again, once we make a change in our heart, it's got to start in the heart. Our words will become more Christ-like. And when our words become more Christ-like and we start treating people the way that Christ would treat them, then our world will change. And right now, if you're with me, our world desperately needs it. Our world and our culture and our schools and our workplace and just going to the store need Christ back in them. But where's that going to start? It's got to start in our hearts. We've got to be willing to say, God, I want your wisdom so that I can change our world. One last thought. If you want to train or control your tongue, then you need Jesus at the center of your life.